0: to five three three four two. New York call the twenty-four-seven Hope line at one-eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope and Y 467369.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of the Woke Bros. Of course, I'm your co-host, Big Waz, a.k.a. Wazzy Lambre, and I'm joined this time, man, my my guy is out in Mexico, Mexico City, Cuidad de Mex. Is that how they say it? No, not at all.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, Ciudad de México.
1: Oh, there you go, Ciudad de Mexico, there you go, yeah. I was close, wasn't I? Yeah,
2: Um yeah, you almost got it.
1: One of my favorite cities in the world, honestly, Uh, just a dope spot, but yeah, Nando was on the road, but he joins us anyway, and yeah, man, we just wanted to get into a couple of things from the news on today's show, Uh, OPEC has joined in, <laughs> in an agreement with the Russians, to basically price gouge the shit out of everybody for their oil, which I find to be hilarious, uh, for several reasons that we'll get into. But first, man, the, the Herschel Walker and Warnock race out in Georgia is heating up and getting really spicy, yeah. Nando. Um, <laughs> I just think uh that. This race is at a deadlock. Basically, yeah. Herschel Walker is the worst candidate possible and the latest proof of this um is that his son, one of his, you know, illegitimate sons out there in Texas has come out and renounced dude and was like, "Yeah, you you Ugh. wanted us. You you're a you're a terrible father. You're a You know, absentee dad, you've gotten abortions, you're a philanderer, a womanizer, all of these horrible things. And and it's kind of just been a a hilarious uproar, Nando.
2: Well, this came out because there was a report. I mean, for anyone who doesn't know, Herschel Walker was a running back uh, in the NFL. He played for the Cowboys. I remember that was like that famous Jimmy Johnson trade where he traded Mm -hmm. like their entire draft for Herschel Walker. But he's from Georgia. He's a legend in Georgia. They they love him in Georgia. Um, and he's running for Senate against Raphael Warnock, which, if you remember, was the guy who won that special election to tie the Senate, basically uh, 50-50 for the Dems. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: and it's up night because it was a special election. It was a short term, so he's up for reelection right now, and he's running against a former football player who's like one of the worst candidates like you could ever imagine like he it's like it's very unclear whether he could even read you know um and the daily beast published an article um last week that caused a bit of a storm and there's like nothing there's nothing that causes a storm anymore but this one just just can't be scandalized
1: it's over no it's over
2: but they published so Herschel walker has campaigned on a sort of anti-abortion absolutism Mm -hmm. platform in which he's like no abortion, no exceptions for rape, incest, or health of the mother. Said that those are just excuses, you know? Uh, like, yeah, mother's going to die. Abortion could save her life. No, no, can't do that. Um, and then it turns out that the Daily Beast got some receipts uh, that he had paid for an abortion for his mistress. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know. and and then it started coming out that he just had all these illegitimate children like all over the place yeah you know as many as four with four different women um and his son a guy named christian uh walker who you know had been an early supporter and and is a has like emerged in the past couple of years as a gay black conservative influencer he's like young Mm -hmm. and and, like, mm-hmm. good-looking dude and charismatic yeah, yeah. on camera. light-skinned uh, cat. I bet yeah. his mom is Lies. white. Yeah, obviously. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We don't know that, but we're just guessing. Seems, just
1: seems like that would probably be the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's become kind of like a kind of famous in conservative
2: circles. Like they'll invite him to conferences and shit. And you know he's got like all these followers on TikToks on TikTok. Where he, but he came out. He was like, my dad, he is Batman. You know, he didn't Mm -hmm. take care of me, or you know, he's got all these like he's a hypocrite and all this shit. Like this was the this was the the straw that broke the camel camel's back because. Herschel Walker was like,
1: denied it. He's like, no, I didn't do that. I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that signature you've seen on a card, he, you know, he sent the card after the chick got the abortion. He's like, that ain't my signature. This is all fake. And his son's just like, yo, this dude's a bad dude. Of course he's paying for abortions. That's what he does. He's he's a philander. He's not some family values type of conservative. Like this guy's he's a clown and he's a fraud. Like he's just a straight up fraud and – the reason why we wanted to I wanted to talk to you about this Nando is just like this can't even affect his candidacy. Right? Um and it kind of shows you how fluky the um the that that special election runoff was uh you know a year ago because these these guys <laughs> they, like, they, there's absolutely no reason Why this guy should be running within 15, 16 points of Warnock. Like, there's just no reason for it. Like, he has no – it's not like he has some background of delivering amazing gains for some, you know, constituent uh, of Georgia – Uh, Georgian population right like it's not like he he was some state senator or he was the mayor of some town or he was governor where it was like oh yeah like this guy delivered results for people before he's engendered some sort of loyalty yes he played for UGA I guess in the 80s he played for UGA and was legitimately one of the greatest college football running backs of all time he delivered that for Georgians that level of hat. But he don't got a track record of doing nothing for people. He's not some successful businessman. He he has nothing. He's, he has nothing. All he has is these terrible gaffes publicly um, and just a record of going against every single thing that he claims to be part of his policy flank. And it's all fraudulent. But yet he's still neck and neck with the Democratic Party's candidate. Yeah. I mean, it shows
2: just how part is, you know, how polarization has hardened over time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, I mean, it might matter like enough to tip the scales in the election by a very, very close margin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it might turn off like, you know, 50,000 people or something that might turn yeah. off the, you know, in a state of millions. Um and, but that's the margins these days. It's like you, there's never going to be another blowout. There's never going to be another, you know. It's and it doesn't matter who the candidate is. It's still going to be neck and neck no matter what. And what's been funny is has been seeing all the conservative, uh, like think thinkers, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term, tie themselves into not to not to keep supporting Herschel Walker. You know, like Eric Erickson, who's a very popular conservative, like you know, mm-hmm. fucking blowhard, hate radio
1: but, guy. Yep. Yeah,
2: he was like. Uh, yeah, people change over time. I'm sorry, you <laughs> evolve. This has happened like two, like, you know, like two years ago. Uh, and then Dana Loesch, uh, <laughs> Dana Loesch, who's another, uh, talk radio, uh, host, popular talk radio host, goes, when in response to the story, she goes, if true, Walker paid for one broad's abortion compared to Warnock, who wants your tax dollars to pay for every, bo- every broad's abortion. Yeah, that's not even birth a control- thing.
1: Yeah, I wish it were true. But, yeah, that's not even a thing. Like, that's not even yeah. on the table that the government would pay for board. That's not a thing. She just made that up. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, yeah, this isn't a difficult choice, and
2: conservatives shouldn't look to the left to validate their vote. And there was, like, another guy who was like uh, – he was like, you know, if I had to choose between um, someone who murdered someone once but was against murder – And someone who had never murdered anyone but was pro-murder, I'm choosing the murderer every time. And it's like you guys are fucking tying yourselves into the funniest little pretzel. Shut the fuck up. Like What does that even mean?
1: Yeah, Um, but my thing is like the abortion laws that that have been passed since they overturned Roe v. Wade is some shit like where it's like the doctor – throw him in jail. The chick that's getting aboard, throw him in jail. Anybody who gave her a ride to the thing, throw him in jail. Uh, If you saw something and didn't say anything, throw him in jail. Like, okay, so, like, y'all was saying, like... Go to the Senate. That's what I'm saying. It's insanity. That don't make any sense. Yeah.
2: That's good. But, I mean, if he wins, man, if he wins, it'll be...
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. Like, there's a...
2: If you would have, like, told me... 20 years ago that Herschel Walker and Dr. Oz might be in the Senate like, together, like voted it together.
1: It's insane. Um, and and the thing is too, this, the, you know what it also reminded me of was the homie in South Carolina who it came out at the end was like fucking girls that were like 12 or something crazy. Alabama, 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 excuse me, my Roy bad, Moore. I, I get, I get my, I get my deep state Excuse <laughs> me, my deep South confused sometimes, but Roy yeah. Moore in Alabama. Where it was like at the end it was just like, yo, even in Alabama, you know, one of the most red states in the Union, we can't abide by that like this yeah. is, come on, even we can't support that. And then in the next election, the Democratic guy got his ass tossed, right? like got kicked. Right. um this is just straight up like, no, no, there's nothing. this is well, nothing.' It goes We're to just gonna let another, it rock.
2: another thing that we talk about a lot that celebrity is the best route to politics these days like i mean it's it's always been kind of true but it's truer than ever yeah name recognition everyone in georgia knows who Herschel walker is you know that's fine you know that that just gives you a huge leg up over like you know some random you know business guy or something that is that wants to run for senate i mean that's what all the billionaires took the wrong lesson from trump and they were like oh i could run howard schultz i can run you know i but mike bloomberg i can run you know all these people yeah you're not celebrities you're not used to being in front Tommy of people. Tommy Tuberville,
1: another SEC yeah. legend. Uh yeah. he ran in Alabama, the state of, and you would think like you know most of the people in that state are Crimson Tide fans, Roll Tide. Uh and they voted in a goddamn Auburn Tiger. Uh shameful. Yeah. Shame yeah. on y'all. But yeah, Tommy Tuberville who was just saying the craziest shit in yeah. his campaign and basically like i love trump so much i want to take everything he said and done even further and he won you know again a guy who's he's a celebrity in the state he's as famous as as you can get in a place like alabama like he's just as famous as name any other sports figure in the world in in our world in the right. united states of america in that place alabama yeah he's got as much written name recognition as anybody
2: yeah And dude, it just made me think. Like, I wonder, like, if the Democrats lose the Senate and and the House, which is possible. I mean, it's it's even probably likely. Yeah.
1: Like Biden's gonna get impeached. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, for his kid buying coke and his kid like getting jobs he didn't deserve, and his kid. They're gonna keep impeaching him. You know? (laughs) Like, have you thought about that? Uh, I really haven't. And, and, and again, and trust me, there ain't going to be when the Republicans get the Senate back or whatever, ain't going to be no Kristen Sinema's over there. Right. Ain't going to be no Joe Mansions talking about, no, we need the bipartisan and we can't just go so far. We can't do thi-. like, nobody's doing that over there. That's not yeah. going to happen. Like, yeah, John McCain when he was fucking dying of terminal cancer, Decided to step up to the plate like the dude was literally about to die. So he decided to step up to the plate in certain instances. Last time they had like, you know, the power to actually move stuff and get stuff done. But that shit, that's not happening anymore. This shit is just rapidly becoming just more and more, like you said, polarized and uh, partisan. That's right.
2: We gotta think of like who the best who the best left celebrity we could get to to run for office. Like who do you think uh, would be the guy that we need to like infiltrate? Yeah, but
1: the problem is like
2: Who's got broad appeal?
1: That we don't we're not making the same kind of celebrities anymore, right? Like we'd like have Tom to. Tom
2: Cruise? T- what do you think of Tom Cruise if we got if we radicalized him? You know? Tom, he just had the top gun and I mean he's got the Scientology weird thing.
1: No, we know? would need to take somebody who wasn't? I mean, Tom Cruise is tied to weirdness, but we would have to like get like Clint Eastwood to become a Democrat.
0: Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. It have to be something. Like,
1: right there, you go. It would have to be something like that. Somebody yeah. who wasn't always tied to Hollywood liberal annoyingness. Totally, totally. Yeah, and like then be like, Mark Ruffalo. No, you know. it can't be Mark Ruffalo. First of all, you ain't never been that famous. Second no, of all, like, yeah, no. Like all you've ever done is be annoying about your politics in public. You had to have been famous in the 90s. Exactly. I mean? Exactly. And even George Clooney. Cuz George Clooney be brow brow beating the shit out of people when he yeah. get on his soapbox. So it can't even be Clooney. It really do got to be like a Brad Pitt. Yeah, <laughs> The Rock. Yeah, yeah Brad Pitt rock. would be good. Exactly. It's got to be somebody who was famous in the '90s, so it was like ubiquity, um, but never went into the annoying lib realm, you know? Because like even Leo has been like, yeah, yeah, the environment and all of that. Yeah. Nobody want to hear that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah the, the 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 left needs some type of celebrity. Because if Herschel Walker could just show up and just start winning shit, that is. That's hilarious. I, I mean. it would, The thing is, what about Kanye? Too, I mean, because did you see when he came out with the White Lives Matter? What's your reaction? What was your reaction to the White Lives Matter? It's just Kanye's (laughs) been doing the same. He's been running the same playbook for 15 years now, where it's like, do or say something extremely controversial to get a lot of attention and eyeballs on you right before you're trying to sell a product, whether that be a new clothing line, sneakers, uh, fucking album, whatever it is. Uh, But this is the playbook. He's always trying to court controversy right before he's about to sell the public something. And so this is just another it's in the line of Kanye being fake, controversial and like that. He's doing it next to Candace Owens. And it's just like it's so pathetic, you know, but he still has like a cult, you know, group of people. Who believe in his vision and the products he wants to push and all of that who probably don't give a shit like nobody cares. Like people just have this accepted that Kanye is just like this crazy eccentric dude. I just can't bring myself to have the energy to feel anything about shit that Kanye does anymore. It's so (laughs) contrived. And he's so empty. It's just, you know, like he's off his meds. You know, God bless him. <laughs> I wish him all the best. Even as he's made hundreds of millions of dollars from his partnership with Adidas over the years, like yeah. the last, you know, ten years or so, basically seven years, making hundred plus millions, he's still deeply unhappy, and it's just a, like he's a kook essentially. So I'm, I can't, I can't get wrapped yeah. up by fucking insane person yeah yeah it's tough it's tough I can't get with Kanye um anyway let's move on to OPEC and and Russia because I just find this funny um when it comes to geopolitics right the Saudis being the type of country that you know We can't lose our relationship with the Saudis. We got to sell them weapons. We got to side with them on everything involving Iran. We got to just be straight up up the Saudis ass no matter what. They can kill reporters. They can do whatever they want. And now, like, you're losing actual political points out here, right, based off of these gas prices and shit that the Saudis are doing with their um, gas monopolies, Uh, And yet still, nobody's going to come out and do shit to them. I just wanted to talk about that. Like they're just brazenly being like, oh, yeah, y'all have war with Russia. (laughs) Proxy war through Ukraine. We don't care. We're going to enter an alliance with them for oil and make as much money and kill you guys on the oil stuff like we don't give a fuck. Like we know we depend on you guys for weapons and military support and all of that in places like Yemen where we're running all kinds of fucked up wars and shit like we don't care. It's just a middle finger like they just don't give a fuck. Yeah,
2: the uh, I mean, it is one of the most grimly funny things to happen. I mean, it's awful, obviously, but it's, um, you know, the, just how, how much the United States gets played by, um, geopolitics is, is, is just, it's astounding to see, you know, the naivete, um, of the United States is, is, is often kind of breathtaking, despite the fact that the United States has so much power, you know, and, and, uh, you know, basically uh, you know, vi- violent apparatus in, in the national in the international stage. And they still kind of just get played by these smaller, wilier countries. I mean, the the Saudis clearly prefer Republicans. You know, I mean, this is clearly like a way and an, an effort to just tank the uh, Biden administration right before the midterms, where it looks like they might they were kind of on an upswing oil prices. You know, everyone was talking about oil prices six months ago. They've actually been going down mm-hmm. um, pretty steadily um and dramatically. They were really high back in March and they've been going down. Um and that has kind of eased. You don't hear about like, oh look, I just went to the pump and you know, you don't hear about it as much as you did six months ago, and that's always good for the Democrats um uh, because they're the incumbents. Um and so they're clearly trying to tank the <laughs> the the midterms for the Democrats. But then also just the whole sanctions project on the Russia war has been an absolute epic self own. You know, all they're getting like Russia is making more money than ever on fucking oil, you yeah. know, and all they're get, doing is choking off Europe from energy and like right when winter is coming and they're just going to fucking freeze to death because they have no natural gas from oil uh, from Russia. They have no oil from Russia. They can't fucking heat their houses um, and they're paying like we thought we were paying a lot at the pump. You have no idea what it was in Europe. I mean, it was like it was crazy. It was like to, to fill up your gas tank. It was it was like an issue. Like I was just there in Spain and my dad. I, got, I was like at my dad's house, and like I turned on the light in the kitchen to get something to drink or something, and then I left and I left the light on. It was night, you know, and I don't know, like, so yeah, just kinda, we just take it for granted yeah, with our energy yeah.
1: prices.
2: Yeah, we're just like, I, I don't know. It's like sometimes I just leave the light in the kitchen on, because I'm just sitting right there, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like nice to have the lights on at night. And he's like, dude, dude, what are you doing? Like, turn off the lights. And I was like, what? He's like, do you understand like what these energy bills are? And I'm like, no, I really don't. You know, like <laughs> I actually don't. You know, it's 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 a really an issue. And that was the whole sanctions project in response to the Russian invasion in Ukraine, which has been a totally bad. This is like totally backfired. You know, like if there's no evidence that it's really affecting Russia all that much. You know, as long as they have the oil, like people are going to need oil. Someone's going to buy it. You know, if they can keep raising prices, like they're going they're going to keep making money. It's just it's all just kind of it's kind of grim.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where I'm just like what are these cats doing like all the things that they sell us about why they have to like keep their noses up the asses of certain countries. Um you wonder like and I get it like the um the Saudi lobbying arm out in Washington is still it's one of the most you Crazy. know well-funded and just well-resourced lobbying arms that exist. Like, nobody's stronger on the lobbying side than the Saudis are. But, like, goddamn, like, how do you justify this shit to the American people? It's like, we need to be spanking. Like, how can Saudi be dictating terms to us? The end, also, this is another thing where it's just like, yo, all that shit, you know, that you guys are, like, complaining about, Um, we want to do renewable energy and green energy and all. Is This is why. These little bitch ass countries getting to dictate terms to us. This is where your American exceptionalism needs to be kicking in. Like, we shouldn't be relying on the Saudis for the fucking black sludge anymore, dude. Like, we need to be putting ourselves in a position and investing, putting our money where our mouth is to signal to them like, yo, bro, we offer y'all. And guess what? We've been your biggest customer go fuck yourself like it'd be nice for them to try at least to effectively sell this to their citizens instead of just who knows what brandon's gonna do yeah (laughs) i mean it's just like this is the ultimate argument for us getting on our own energy sources of course like developing our own this is the ultimate like these people are giving us the middle finger are you shitting me
2: yeah, we're just helping them genocide the, the Yemenis while they're just fucking us uh, on the oil. Um Yeah, I mean, obviously in an ideal world, you know, we would kick the fucking oil habit and move to renewables and, and all that should not need an oil. We can do that if we wanted to. If we had the public investment to do it, public will. Obviously, the oil and gas lobbies, you know, prevent that. And then on the other side, the Saudi lobbies prevent that as well. So like, you know, but that there is a solution in front of us. It's just you got to move to renewables, and that requires it's not gonna re, it's not gonna happen with private companies. This the the capital investment is way too high for private companies to ever you know invest enough to in renewables to 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 get us there. But it is it could happen with public investment. Just like you know every single major um, technological advancement happened because of massive public investment. You know whether it was the internet or fucking railroads or whatever. Like that's just it's too much for private, too risky for private and
1: interests, it needs the public sector, but we just don't. The fucking have- Chips Act, <laughs> you Chips Act. know, like Intel yeah. was never gonna do that. They like, yo, all of the fucking brain power goes into the software side. Like nobody wants to do these damn jobs. We're not gonna invest in it. The government has to come. And again, you can say it's a corporate giveaway, but it's like, bro, we have to be the ones to invest in it. You know, like the, yeah. the the it has to be public investment to get this ball rolling. oftentimes private actors can't see past like like public good is not a thing they care about. They yeah. can't see past what's going to affect their own bottom line. So they're just like, yo, now nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, thank you, U.S. government, for investing in the chip sack. All right. We can get this going. Yeah. Oh,
2: man. You yeah. know, it's
1: just. Uh, <laughs> You know, so much, just, so fun, isn't it fun, so fun. to follow politics? Is it's it's, it's, it's it's so much fun. Anyway, yeah, that's our show for today. Uh, again, I want to give a shout out to um Erling Haaland, man. Five yeah, goals in the last two match. This guy, he's he's gonna score seventy. This is this is absurd. What this guy is doing this year. Just wanted to give yeah. a quick shout out to Man City. Uh, just what they did at the goddamn derby was just woo. Oh, yeah. embarrassing! This is just, it's just yeah. embarrassing. If they don't win I mean, the Champions
2: League this year, you just they, yeah, you, they, Pep, you just, just got to you really
1: just got to retire. We got to get somebody yeah. else in there if that's the case, because um, yeah. nobody's looked as dominant as them. Um, anyway, that's our show for this week. We'll see you guys next week. Nando, enjoy Mexico City. Hopefully, I'll be seeing you soon. I know you got a birthday coming up, so coming uh, up. yeah, yeah. Talk to you soon, brother. Later, y'all. Later. Peace.